When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, I actually have a movie that I've been wanting to check out for a while. And I finally got a chance to check this movie out. And it stars Shia LaBeouf, and this movie is actually called The Tax Collector. When I first saw this trailer, I was engaged to it because of the fact that I'm into gangster movies. I love the fact that Shia LaBeouf is actually playing somebody that is actually going after gangsters that actually own money to them and actually having a chance to collect money off these gangsters and drug dealers and stuff like that. So that's actually something that I really enjoyed off the trailer itself. So that's what I was actually sold on was the fact that this is a two group of guys that's over there to try and collect money from gangsters, from drugs, and stuff like that. And, of course, I also like the fact, too, that Shia was even down to do something that was totally dedicated to his role, which was to get a bunch of tattoos. And he was actually that dedicated to the role. That's actually how passionate he was towards the role that he was actually in. And that's something I actually have to commence him on was that was that uh, key factor. And that's also what sold me in the trailer. But... When I rented this movie today, I'm glad that I actually got a chance to watch this for free rather than pay a dollar or three dollars for this movie because I wouldn't even pay three dollars for this movie. But, you know, this movie is actually directed by David Ayer. He also directed Suicide Squad. Not only did he direct Suicide Squad, he also directed Netflix's movie Bright, was actually, which was actually pretty good. If you actually look at it between the chemistry between Will Smith and the character, the other um uh, actor that was in it but it's all and then of course you also have Shia LaBeouf that's in it of course uh in this movie he plays the character Creeper you also have this other guy this up, other upcoming actor uh named Bobby Soto he uh, he's actually a character who actually plays uh the character David and I actually have to say the chemistry between David and Creeper is really good you can actually tell that there's some chemistry between the two of them they were actually best friends that and they're also trying to take down these drug dealers that actually owes them money. And there's even the legend of what Creeper does to certain people that don't pay them back the money. But that's this thing. Shia in this movie was supposed to be the standout. He was supposed to be the star. And at least that's how it was actually described inside the trailer itself. And it seems like he was just a background character, a background actor, and you didn't give him a chance to actually shine in this movie at all. Basically, Bob Soto is the main star in this film, and he actually does a really good job in the film. But when you are showing us Shia through this whole entire premise of this movie, it's making this is going to be a Shia LaBeouf movie, but instead it winds up being a Bobby Soto movie. So there's that. It also has George Lopez in this movie, which I love George Lopez, and I like the fact that he was actually playing something a little bit different. He was not playing somebody that was actually comical or anything like that. He actually can actually do some dramatic acting whenever it comes down to it. And also, too, 
like I said, I wanted a little bit more whenever Shia was actually mentioning all the stuff that he actually does to people when it came down to them taking this drug money and things like that. And it doesn't deliver on that. It doesn't show you what he does. It shows that he is actually, in fact, infatuated with the fact that he can actually put somebody, uh, put a hole, well, not put a hole inside of somebody, but basically put a gun in someone's mouth and say, hey, look, you need to go on ahead and pay us or else there's going to be consequences and things like that. But there's no level of threat when it came down to Shia doing whatever he had to do. But I do have to say that he was able to actually play someone that was actually edgy, someone that was actually someone that you can actually be afraid of a little bit. But I wanted to see a little bit more from that, and I didn't actually get that from this at all. I wanted to see the legend behind the whole thing of whenever Bobby is actually telling him, which is also David, telling these people, if you not pay us, there's going to be consequences, and this is a creeper. A creeper's actually going to do things ten times worse than I'm going to do. And Bobby's pretty much the nice cop, and Creeper's the bad cop. And that's something that I have to say that worked really well. It balances each other out. He's actually the light, and Creeper's actually the darkness. And as a matter of fact, that's actually a little thing that they actually play around with in the movie as well. Like, when they go up to this other guy who they actually have to collect money from, and you wind up finding out that that they actually have somebody of theirs as well, where Bobby, which is David, actually has uh, one of the Bloods members. And the Bloods also has one of their people. So therefore, now, he has to go in and try and work out a deal between the Blood, uh, the main Blood, to try and work out a deal to where they can actually work something out to where no one's going to be getting killed. And I like the fact, too, that they actually played around with that because of the fact that you can actually believe that there's some sense of danger inside that whole thing. You can actually feel the tension in the room when it came down to that scene because of the fact that the blood does not know if he should trust David or not enough to actually work out this deal. And, of course, you have Creeper in there that's actually really edgy and also, too, he's like a loose cannon. So anything can go wrong at any given time when it comes down to Shia LaBeouf's character. But Shia gives him enough time to break everything down to him. As a matter of fact, you know, the guy that actually plays um, this character that's actually the gang member and everything is Kali Salone who actually plays Bone, which is actually one of the Bloods. And he's telling him, look, you have one of my guys, I have one of your guys. There's not going to be any beef between us if we wind up trading each other one for the other. So they do, they do it peacefully. And of course, Bone winds up respecting David because of the fact that he's like, you know what, man, you're a good man, you're a good dude, and everything. You have my full respect. There's not going to be any beef between us. I'm going to give you your guy back. I'm going to give you your guy back. And that was the end of that. And they actually have a mutual respect between the two of them. But at the same time, when it came down to that one scene, I felt like maybe that might have been a little bit forced because of the fact that you don't know each other from Adam. And then all of a sudden you're going to say that this guy's a good dude just because of the fact he gave back one of your guys without doing any harm to him. And then you don't know him, and then he said, well, you're the light compared to what Creeper is. And 
you know, I like the fact that they played around with it a little bit, but at the same time, it's kind of forceful, but it works for what they were gearing up towards. So there's that. And then, of course, you also have, like I said, you also have who plays Uncle Lewis uh, in, in this film. As a matter of fact, it even shows you a little bit of beef with David's uh, family as well, who he actually works for Wizard. Wizard is actually David's father. David's father is actually in prison. And basically, David's father looks down on him and things like that, laughs on the phone, disrespects him as a son. And there's that father and son type of conflict where David is doing all this in order to receive love from his father and wants to gain respect from his father and things like that. Then, of course, everything goes awry when Venom goes on ahead and visits one of the main people in uh, L.A. And he's a big gangster. He's someone that you don't want to mess with. He's actually someone that I wouldn't want to mess with, and that is Jose Conjo. And Jose Conjo is actually a real rapper in real life and stuff like that, but he also plays a gangster in this film. And he winds up telling him, hey, look, you know, I have one of... Uh, Venom does no, is no longer works for you. He works for me now. So now... Guess what? Bobby, uh, which is David, and uh, then also, too, Creeper has to go in there and try and get the $200,000 that Venom actually owes them. And get this, when Ho when they go to o Jose's house, he says, no, that two hundred grand is mine. Venom is, my is mine as well. So he works for me. The two hundred k that you actually got through the text messages is mine as well. So guess what? You're not going to get the money, you're not going to get Venom or anything like that. Come work for me. I can actually give you the things that you need and you get the respect that you deserve. And of course, that's when uh, David winds up declining him of uh, the powers that Jose actually has. And matter of fact, kind of reminds me of a little bit of a Godfather kind of vibe to it because he said, if you kiss my ring, I'll give you everything that you want and need. And it also has kind of like, if you sell your soul to the devil, I'll give you everything that you need. And you'll get the respect that you deserve. You'll be on the crown. You'll be with me. You'll be with my people. You'll have Creeper by your side until the wheels fall off. But, of course, he ends up disrespecting him. David disrespects him and walks off, so does Creeper. And then his uncle, Louis, uh, comes into the picture where his uncle Louis goes, look, I'm going to go on ahead. I'm going to take care of this. Let me get my people lined up, and we'll take them down. Some stuff winds up happening to Louis and everything, especially whenever David has a text message uh, where his uncle's telling him, hey, look, we're over at Jose's house. We need to go on ahead and meet us over there. So they go on ahead, they meet him over there, and then of course, his uncle is no more, and then there's this whole entire war that actually happens. And so the next day, after he finds out that his uncle is no longer with them, they decide that they're going to try and go ahead and actually find a way to take them down. But before they can, Jose's people comes in and wipes them all out. And then, of course, take Creeper with them. This movie, in some aspects, is pretty good. In some aspects, not so good. The aspect where I wanted... I wouldn't have minded if they went on and got rid of Jose all, all together. And just wait, be about them collecting the money off of, the, off of these gangsters. 
and then they run into some trouble within the gangsters with trying to collect their money and doing it that way and let Shia be the main star. That was the main thing that I was kind of looking forward to was maybe something along those lines. But they did something kind of different than what I expected. I took them for what it was. The dialogue actually flows out really well. Some of it might be forced, like I said, when it comes down to the main member, the big member of the gang, of the uh, the blood gang. But at the same time, you just met the guy. How can you actually say that he's actually the light and the other person's the darkness? I get the fact that the two of them are different, but still, that does not, to me, that's kind of forced. That's just my honest opinion on that, but that's just how I feel. But, like I said, you actually have that that's played out. Then, of course, let me just tell you this. Jose's actually has this woman that is really dangerous with a gun when it comes down to automatic guns. Her name is uh, Shanae Ray, who actually pl- plays Gata. Gata is dangerous with a gun. She's someone that you don't want to mess with when it comes down to weapons and things like that. Because she will take you down in a matter of time and things like that. Like I said, this movie's also clocks in at 90 minutes and everything, which is actually pretty good for a movie like this, because you would actually think that it would be like a two and a half hour movie, especially with everything that they're trying to do. But they don't. They, it clocks in at 90 minutes, which is actually perfect. It wraps everything up really well. Um, but yeah, this movie, for me, was a little bit of a letdown. I really didn't care for the fact that Chaya was actually not the main person out in front, especially when everybody overhyped him to actually have the tattoos. And of course, you don't see the tattoos or anything like that until, like, towards the end. And at that point, there's already blood on him. There's already stuff like that to the point where you don't even can't even make out the tattoos that he actually had to get done for the movie and stuff like that. So there's that. But... I can respect Shia for actually going above and beyond the Call of Duty when it came down to that role. Then, of course, there's also the other part, too, where, you know, David has one being turned to because of the events that actually happens with Jose and things like that. His crew is pretty much gone. So now he has no choice but to go to the only person that he actually has respect for, and that person respects him. And whoever is in that is actually going to be Bone. He goes to Bone. Bones like, you're a good dude. I'm going to help you. So they try and take down this gangster together. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Because I don't want to get into spoiler territory by giving you too much information. But if you guys want to check out The Tax Collector, I strongly recommend that you guys check it out if you guys want to. But for me, it hits and misses in certain areas. As a matter of fact, I think this movie only pulled in at $719,000. And everything, which is probably maybe the lowest movie that Shia LaBeouf has ever played in. But Shia, let me just say this. I used to call him Shia LaDouche for a reason, because of all the shady things that he did in his past life. Whenever it came down to him stealing people's artwork, when it came down to him doing stuff when he was younger. But now, I I, I really have to say, I have respect for him. I really have respect for the things that he does now, compared to what he did in his younger days. And then, of course, too, I also have to say this about Shia. He is a phenomenal actor. I liked him in uh, Borg vs. McEnroe. I liked him in that movie. I liked him in Honey Boy. I liked him in uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. And also, too, I liked him in Fury. So if you like those films, I strongly recommend that you guys go in and check out those films. They're really good uh, films, independent films, all except, uh, of course, Fury. Fury is 
more of the studio uh, World War II kind of movie and stuff like that. But all the other ones I mentioned is more of the small, independent kind of flavored movies that you would actually want to check out. So, what do you guys think of this film? Do you guys like this film? Let me know if you guys liked uh, The Tax Collector in the comments. If you actually saw this movie, let me know if you have any questions about The Tax Collector and things like that. I'm trying to answer them the best way that I can without spoiling it for you. And I'll leave it at that. But if you don't, that's okay too. Go ahead and check this movie out for yourself. Comment below. Also, two guys, this movie is actually going to be converted into audio format later on for you guys to actually enjoy this on my podcast. So if you guys want to, comment below. Tell me what you guys think. Also, two guys, if you want to, you guys don't have to, but we do have a place that you can donate uh, towards the show. Now, this is only something that you guys can actually do if you guys feel like in your hearts that you want to. But you can go and donate me a cup of cup of coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash movie lovers. As a matter of fact, it will be in the show notes below, so you guys can actually go to that. We actually have an Instagram for movie lovers, TV lovers unite. We actually have a Pinterest movie lovers, TV lovers unite. We also have a website, www.movieloversunite.com for all your movie entertainment news and reviews. And, you know, I, I know this is supposed to be where I'm supposed to do, like, horror movies and things like that. And I've been doing loads of horror movies. So I figured take doing horror movies for a minute and talk about uh, this movie, The Tax Collector, and see what, uh, what other people think. Uh, is the tax collector on HBO? Uh, no. The tax collector is not on HBO. I managed to find it at Redbox. And Redbox is actually the be- your best source because of the fact that I managed to actually rent this movie for free because I had 1,650 points. And I was able to do it that way. And I have to agree with Brandy. Uh, buy me a cup of coffee. Get me hyped up so I'm not zombified in the morning time. And stuff like that. Because I could actually use a cup of cup of coffee. So go on ahead. To, because don't need me a cup of, cup, of, cup of coffee. Because of the fact that. I do want to do digital movie giveaways for people. And give back to my fans. Another thing too is. I actually interviewed another. Uh, person. That's actually an independent. Comic book. Uh, writer and artist. And a matter of fact. It's called Advanced Genetics. I believe it's called. And he's going to send me a couple, not a cup, but he's going to send me a couple of his comics to me so I can start giving them away to people that are interested enough to want to interact with me or stuff like that on the show. So I'll be giving you guys something back towards, towards you guys watching and listening to the show and things like that. I'll be giving away a couple of his comic books. So anyways, if you guys can, go ahead and... Smash that uh, subscribe button. Smash that share button. Tell me what you guys think of the show. Give me that like. And, of course, always until next time, bye-bye. And I have to agree with Brandy. A change of pace is good when it comes down to doing movie reviews and stuff like that because of the fact that, you know, there's other movies to review in October besides horror movies. But, you know, I decided to do something a little bit outside the norm and give you guys a little bit of an action film. We're going to be right back on our horror movie kick, though, tomorrow. 
uh, I believe that we're going to be reviewing. Tamika and I talked about it. I think we're going to try and do another horror movie review sometime tomorrow. I think we're going to be doing Witches, if I'm not mistaken. And then next Sunday, Renamus and his wife, well, Renamus's wife and I and Tamika are all going to be reviewing Hocus Pocus. So go ahead, check out that later on. And always until next time, bye-bye.